It's the Sue Tech Podcast with Finn and Harvey. They don't have a special guest, but I hope a lady walks in anyway. Hooray! That was of limited, no, questionable uh, quality. Yeah, well, it didn't really rhyme. Too many syllables. Too many syllables, no. Well, what have I told you about your syllables, Harvey? Um, Mind your nothing. S's and Y's, I always say. Okay. Anyway, welcome to the Sutech Podcast, everybody. We're back! We are back. Bigger, better. Sexier than sexier ever. Sexier than ever. Yep. I'm your host, Harvey, and this is Finn. The other host. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm the host. I'm the, I'm the host. You're the co-host. Have I, what? No, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I never agree on this. I'm host A, host Alpha. You're host Omega. But that where so that there are like another twenty four hosts in it's, the middle it's there to, to symbolize the fact that I asked twenty four people to host it with me before I got to you. I'm curious who was host Sigma. Host which number is Sigma? I have no idea. It just sounds cool. So host Theta. Theta's like twenty. Yeah, maybe. Let's go with that. Host twenty. Well, I didn't. I didn't memorize them. I know number two. My beta. Who was your beta, beta host? Host beta. I. This may sound crazy. It probably does sound crazy. I asked Al if I could paint a face on my hand and then, like, throw my own voice to, you know, sound like my hand talking. You realize that would not actually have any distinguishable effect for the listeners. No, it would, because i do a, a, a funny voice to let them know that it was someone else. You could so do that hand. right now. That's my hand voice. I could, I could, I could. So basically it would be Harvey and the Hand. Yeah, it would be. On Stutek FM. I had a great holidays, Harvey's Hand. How was yours? Well, my holidays were fantastic! Honestly, I think I'd listen to that show. Maybe we should have like a spin-off. A spin-off. Harvey and the Hand. Harvey and the Hand. Uh, just, just Harvey's Hand. Harvey's Hand. Yeah. And the, Harvey's Hand Hour. Harvey's Hand delivering raw, you know... Shoot from the hip political opinions. Yeah, like, I, I gut reactions to things. Actually, now I'm kind of disappointed that this didn't go ahead. Well, blame Al. Well, okay. So, could could you tell me uh, were the other I guess twenty three or so people also your hand or various other parts of your body uh, with a face drawn on them? Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. At least seventeen of the next few options. Honestly, it doesn't surprise me as much as it should. Yeah. Uh, well. I can see that. You, well, don't, you don't seem surprised. I was I was expecting like a, a horrified reaction dun, to, dun, dun. to especially to option delta. To option delta. Option delta. Oh, it's your wang, isn't it? Yeah, it's my wang. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, that's not I, surprising. Am I, am I that predictable? Wait, no. What I'm surprised is that uh, that option delta was not in fact your option beta. Well, I, in a way, it's option beta a. That's that's a play on words uh, or a pun, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh god. No, I think a, a beta and delta co-hosting show would be great. I'd I'd enjoy that. <laughs> I if it was a vidcast, people would enjoy it as well. I think. Look, okay, don't talk about your your chat roulette exploits to <laughs> the people. Uh, chat roulette. No, I put on like a wig and like pad my my chest so it looked like I got boobs. That's all I need to do to to look like a girl. It really is. I'm I'm very pretty. You no, I wouldn't say pretty. I guess you just you just mean effeminate. Yeah, effeminate. I, I look works. like an ugly girl. You do look like an ugly girl. 
Javi Ugly Girl Globetrotter, we like to call him. I would have made a sexy chick. I know that because every time, like, when I, when it's just me as a dude on chat roulette, you know, like, eight out of ten people at least don't talk to me. They just go on by, dress like a girl. That number goes up to, like, because people eight love, out of ten will talk to people me. People go on to chat roulette for the freak shows, I've just got to say. No, not the freak if 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 they're freak shows, look, they're there, they're there for the they're there for the donkey shows and the people and like if, the the gorilla masks and doing something with fire. I don't know. If they're there for the freak shows, why do they write like why do they type "damn you" is a sexy bitch and then do this really sexy eye roll when they're looking at me? This is a sexy eye roll. You it's say it's a sexy eye roll. What distinguishes? It's, I'm curious. What distinguishes a sexy eye roll? From uh, a sarcastic eye roll. You just know. Really? When really, you get, Harvey? Yeah, when you get as, as much attention as I do, you just know the difference. It's the sixth there, sense. There is a difference. You just don't know, because you've only ever gotten the sarcastic ones. The sarcastic ones are important. They let me know when I'm being sarcastic. It's true. Anyway, moving on. It's, it's good to be back, finally, after a nice week-long holiday and then a hiatus... Yep. How was your break, Finn? And I didn't really get much done in any field of my life. It was, it's kind of depressing. That's, that's always the way. I, I stayed up till 4 a.m. to do an assignment. I had to do like 4 a.m. the day it was due, which is a new record for getting it finished, usually off to about 8. Nice work. Yeah, sir. I'm, I'm proud of you, Harvey. Yeah, well, I, I made the decision to knuckle down and start working on it at midnight rather than 4 in the morning. That... that May have made a difference. I did also mention to the Easter show, which I thought was pretty cool. I ate, saw an animal, ate some more, ate a little bit more. You killed one of the animals? Mm. What? You you had like you killed a baby goat, didn't you? Didn't kill a baby goat. I love the baby goats. So cute and fluffy. I mean, special friends with like this black and brown one. Special friends. Eh? No. Did, wait. You, <laughs> did you? All right. So did you feed the goats? Of course, I fed the goats. So that's They're how, greedy that's, bastards. That's how you brought them in. You had like the. <sighs> The Hello. food in your hand, and as soon as they're eating, it, grab them by the neck. Hello, kid. Why aren't you coming to my van? <laughs> you see, it's funny, because a kid is a baby goat. Yeah, I don't think you needed to explain that one, actually. Oh, I think I did. It wasn't It wasn't like a, a leap of logic to get what you were talking about there. Usually with my jokes, they're so, you know, uh, well, you can't really tell that they're jokes half the time, or they're just so obtuse that no one can understand really what I'm talking about. So I have to explain what the joke was, and it's like a five-step process. Well, see, you're, you're a living embodiment of the cry wolf story. You spend so much time talking bullshit that it becomes hard to distinguish when you're actually speaking the truth. Yeah. It's, it's kind of depressing, actually. It is kind of depressing, especially the time I... I kept telling everyone in my family that I had a hernia after I lifted something and fell over. And because I have this history of like, I don't know, I'd, I'd get into a mock fight with one of my brothers or something and if they lightly hit me in the side of the head, I'd pretend I'd be knocked unconscious so they'd feel guilty or something like that. Or, you know, if I fell over, I'd lie there, you know. I, I, I whine a lot when I get even slightly hurt. Harvey so, whiny globetrotter. So, you know. I, I actually did get a hernia once when I was like, uh. just lifting a coffee table. Yeah. I, I just, I was standing weirdly when I picked it up. That's why I'm, it's not like a physical frailty thing. I'm like, that, 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 you can't that it happened regardless like, of the physical frailty. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm a mountain of muscle. If anything, I'm too muscular and fit. I'm in such 
really, you know, fine shape. It's like the fact that I'm how, in danger of collapsing. Yeah, it's like how giants can't exist because they're just too large and they collapse into their own mass. This is Harvey's a, a living embodiment of that. His six packs have six packs. That's true. I'm like Bruce Lee. They say that's like how Bruce Lee died or something. Or really, he was just series. too muscular. You know, well, not too muscular, just too fit or something. Like in his forties, because he had this ridiculously small proportion of body fat. And he's, well, it might have had something to do with the fact that his diet was mostly like proteins and stuff like mm. as well. So I saw these forces conspired to give him a massive coronary. That's terrifying. And he died, yeah. So you can, you can literally be too damn muscular. Yeah, you can be too fit. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I choose to take this as a sign I should disregard all advice from um, health people. Yeah. I should simply, like, because look, if I'm as slovenly as I want, that's never going to happen to me. No, no, you'll you'll never die from being too fit if you It's it's true. Yeah. It's I think the PE teachers of the world are just starting a massive conspiracy to like thin out the population by having children get so So become these, you know, exercise junkies that'll die at an early age, alone and unloved. It's it's a sinister plot to be sure. But I think that would be really cool if you know you you had on your death certificate die too fit. Just too, that would be it'd, be cool. like, it'd be like if you died from being too awesome. I can just imagine, like, the uh, uh, what the coroner? The guy who... Yeah, yeah, coroner. Yeah, doing the, you know, the post-mortem analysis and stuff. Reads too fit on the card and be like, dude. <laughs> and, like, grab the, the rigid, stiff arm of the dead guy and give him a high <laughs> five. Because, like, this guy's in pretty kick-ass shape. I, wouldn't, I would not have wanted to fuck with him. I can fuck with him now. <laughs> now. He can't do anything. He's dead. We're going to, like, cut his stomach open and then do, like, the alien scene with my hands. <laughs> so I can fuck with him now. <laughs> but <laughs> why? Yeah, like, I wouldn't have wanted to meet him in a dark alley. Yeah, no, no. That would have been, been so bad. I still wouldn't want to meet him in a dark alley. I'd be well, like... no, because you'd be like, dude, what why the fuck are you is this around? cost doing it? <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. My holiday was good. Really? Yeah. What, what happened? What happened? Give us a run-through. Well, it's mostly private information. No, um, I don't know. Visited my father for the last time. I also saw my father in the holidays. Yes, it'll be the last time I see my father for a good while. He's oh. leaving the country. Really? Where's he going? He is actually emigrating to Tonga. Tonga to open a guest house. A guest house in Tonga. Mm-hmm. What what drew him to this path? Well, he's been holidaying there a lot, and he likes that. Likes so it there. He likes there? surfing. So yeah, he's semi-retiring, living in Tonga. But flip side, if I ever want to go to Tonga, there's a sweet-ass guest house I can stay at. Cool. Yeah. We, should, we should go on, like, some sort of holiday. You and I, just the two of us. Just the two of us. A yeah. romantic getaway. Yeah. It, would it be... does seem like a pretty, uh, you know, cozy place, the, the yeah. guest house. The, like, be- the beds look ample for our purposes. I, I like ample as a descriptor yeah. for things. Like, they're, they're big, but they're not like, you know, king size or anything. They're, yeah, no, no, no. They're, they're big enough to make you feel comfortable, yeah. but not so much that you feel like you're drowning in linen. And small enough that you do kind of have to get a bit cozy. I like that. No, I think that, I think that's more of an advantage than a, than a limitation. Do you like snuggling? I, can't, I can say I'm, I'm not averse to snuggling. Do you prefer being the big spoon or the little spoon? Dude, I'm like twice your size. I'm possibly the big spoon. You're twice my size. Okay, you're, like a head taller. You're almost exactly the same height. Puffed. You don't even sound tall. I've got a voice, a presence. 
that well, indicates tallness. See, my lungs, my lungs spend so much time powering this gigantic body of mine that's you know they they kind of like sounding wheezy and almost a bit whiny. Doesn't seem. Whereas your f- whereas your compact frame has you know all this all this air left over you to add this large booming voice. I could have sworn I'm taller than you. I don't know, really? we should... I, I We're going to test this right I bet now. You, I bet you five bucks I'm taller than you. Without without standing up yet, five bucks says that I am taller than you. All right, deal. Awesome. Okay, we're going. We're doing it. We're standing up. All right. Uh, what they get... Well, wait, seriously? Get down. <laughs> I am taller. Ladies and gentlemen, it turns out I'm like roughly two inches taller than him. God damn it. <laughs> I'm just used to towering over people. You are, you are also, I, I don't know. I think I've I've been deliberately deceitful just for this purpose, just so someone would bet me. So you me can the, win five dollars. Five dollar bet. I should have won for more, man. <laughs> but no, just so I could win a five dollar bet. Um, I, if you've seen me walking around, I'm quite a huncher. I'm hunched over most of the time. Terrible posture. Much like a leopard two jockey, in fact. Yes. Yeah, so Along was... with the the giggling and the munted features. That's uh, harsh, but I don't know. No, it's it's Beta that giggles. What? Beta, my right hand with a face painted on it. He's the giggler of the bunch. Do you actually call your hand Beta? I do like now. All the time? Yeah. And and Delta's the naughty one. He has quite a ribald sense of humor. What what does what does Delta sound like? Delta. Please <laughs> please enlighten me. Oh, you know what I like? <laughs> Bitches. That's Delta right there. Christ Almighty! Pretty much, I couldn't think of a, a better, a more saucy thing to say because I'm not saucy myself. No, it's Delta who's the no. saucy one. Yeah, Delta. He, I'm, I'm quite. Uh, what's the word? Uh, sexless, cerebral. Um, you know, you, you, the, the word man doesn't really apply to you because it suggests it suggests masculinity that's not there. I seem more like an entity, just a. Just a thing. A thing. A shell with maybe a soul. With a, maybe. maybe. Maybe some... Top theologians are trying to... Uh, are debating about that very um, discussion this day. What? Whether people in general have a soul? Or well, no. Whether Harvey specifically has a soul. Has a soul. I don't think so. Mm. No. It's a shame. I'm an abomination. I was created in a lab. I'm, I'm, By I'm Satanists. Yeah. By Satanists, yeah, I'm a patchwork of parts that were stolen from, you know, dead bodies and stuff. I'm like Frankenstein's monster, except they... Except not quite as smart or angsty. Not quite as smart or angsty, not quite as big, because they, they, they wanted more of a Porsche than a, than a um, you know, a, a semi-trailer, you might say. They, they went for the sleek features, sleek skinny ones, and a fantastic ass. <laughs> they, they went to the ass model graveyard for this bad boy. There's an ass model graveyard. There sure is. There is now. <laughs> we need to we need to find this one day, just just so that we can say we've been to the ass model graveyard. I mean, you've this been a there. Just a photo of us like <laughs> grinning and high fiving in front of the tombstone. Yeah. So yeah. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a word from our sponsors. Did you like Iron Man? Though? Then you'll probably like Iron Man too, too. So. Come on down to Sutex Iron Man 2 premiere screening on the 29th of April. That's a Thursday. Only $5 for access card holders and Sutex members. $15 for those who don't have access card. If you can't make one of our events to buy a ticket, just message someone on our forums or respond to the mailing list. We hope to see you there. 
Ta-ta. So, anyway, I think it was time for a review. Yes, a film review. And Finn and I have both seen this movie this time, so it is prepare for a, a, a mass debate. You might mass say. debate, a yes. Mass debate. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, the movie we're reviewing is Kick-Ass. You know what? I think the title is perfectly descriptive. Uh, yeah, I was. we should subtitle this review, like, Kick-Ass. Appropriate title or appropriate est title? Because I agree. The whole movie is just, in fact kickass. Yeah, I loved it. It was highly original. Yes, violent, gory, lots of swearing. I think from the moment the twelve-year-old girl, eleven-year-old, eleven, yeah, 11, dropped into the room and said, "Okay, you cunts, let's see what you can do." You knew like, you were in for I something brilliant. I knew this brilliant. was a movie for me. Exactly. It was it was gorier than I thought it would be, but I felt that the gore didn't detract from it. I usually don't like gory movies that much. I thought they could have amped it up a bit. Could they? I think so. I don't know. Like some some guy dies in a trash compactor. Yeah. There's like a blood splatter. Yeah. Well, you see a blood splatter, but you don't really see the bones and like the the muscle and the sinews really being crushed. Like a bit too much is left to the imagination. So I, I take I take it you were disappointed by the microwave scene as well. <laughs> that was awesome. The microwave scene was pretty great. I gotta say. Oh uh, yeah. What a lot of people don't know is that King um, Kickass is in fact based on a comic book by Mark Miller. Yeah. Um, so okay, it's an original idea, but it's a movie based on an original. Yeah, idea. based on an original idea. But yeah, the basic premise is a regular guy wonders why no one's ever tried to be a superhero which is a lie but I'll go into that later anyway um, becomes a superhero called Kick-Ass by buying a wetsuit off the internet and using that as his costume yeah and, and beating people up with sticks yeah and starts beating people up with nightsticks as you know like like bad guys and stuff um, because he's just a regular guy in terrible shape he's he gets his ass kicked all the time and yes. stuff so he's you know Unsuccessful, so I don't know. I thought it was a great premise. Um, it was zany, over the top violence. The soundtrack was fantastic. The soundtrack was great. It was hilarious. I had a great time. So did I. It was the most fun I've had at the cinemas in like six months, probably more. Yeah, it's the most fun I've had at the cinema since, let's say, Inglorious Bastards. Yes, I'll I'll agree with that. So yeah, it was awesome. I would give it. Four and a half stars. So would I. There's a couple of there's a couple of very small problems I had with it, but that's but a couple of those be spoilers and nitpicks, so I'm not going to them. However, I will explain that people there's been a lot of people who've tried to be superheroes before. There's like a massive community for it, especially in America. They tend to come in like two types. One are the guys who get up in costume and they they, they, they perform public service. They go around, they wears sorry, they, they raise awareness for community issues and they help people out. So they teach self-defense classes. It's kind of cool. The other half of people who get up in costume and go around beating up hobos. Um, Yeah. It's not reported on very much. Well, it should be. Especially the the first the sec- kinds of heroes there. They're, they're like the social workers. Of no, it's true. Like, there's one guy who goes around in, like, New Mexico um, trying to help people out of parking tickets. Uh, dressed as a superhero. Dressed as a superhero. I'm not even kidding. I thought the Wizard of Christchurch was weird enough. <laughs> the Wizard of Christchurch? Yeah, there's this guy who dresses up like a wizard and walks around the middle of Christchurch making what he thinks are profound statements about, you know, life and the world and stuff. But are just these ridiculous... Um, nonsensical attempts at aphorisms like that's awesome I don't have any examples on hand but it's things like you know 
Oh, it's difficult to see the darkness when you're in a dimly lit room. You don't know whether it's like an, an elaborate joke of some kind or whether he actually thinks he's being wise, but I, I, I frankly don't want to find out. It's yeah. the mystery that adds to his appeal. Mystery's good. Oh, and he's dressed like a wizard entirely, except he's always got, like, Nikes on. Of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the I, I think the wizards back in, you know, Tolkien times... Read your history. They probably wore Nikes. No, they didn't wear Nikes. I think they would have worn the best shoes available. Yes, so that's why they're wearing fancy boots. So nowadays, to remain to to remain, you know, faithful to his creed, it's appropriate. The Istari, he's got to wear the nicest shoes money can buy, and that's Nikes. Also, you know they're the best because you can made in sweatshirts. Exactly. You can. You 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 can't beat you you can't beat Vietnamese child labor. You can you can practically see the the patterns made by the tears of the exploited. I think we've we've talked about like sweatshop labor before, haven't we? I think it came up, but we we didn't like talk about. We talked about the ethics of shoe companies. Yeah, the ethics of shoe companies, and uh, what was it? I said, oh yeah, it was Bish. She said something about how they're made using slave labor. And I said, it's not slave labor, because it's sweatshirts. 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 Mm, sweatshirts. Man, okay, they should totally... Nike should bring out a line of shoes called sweatshirts. And I don't know, they could try and uh, make, make it some sort of... They could try and make it look uh, more appropriate to the Vietnamese sweatshop root, uh, roots that it comes from. So, I don't know, like, the, the laces can be made to look like bits of old twine. Like, like as if, you know... Well, like as if they they're actually just you know kids in their houses making these shoes instead of an assembly line somewhere getting paid a pittance. Well, they're getting a, they're getting paid a pittance, but I would argue that sweatshops are the greatest force for good in the civilized world. No, think about it, think about it. All right, these giant shoe corporations go into these you know countries where all these peasants live, you know, struggling. With their low-yield farming practices, you know, barely able to feed themselves. So they're incredibly poor and destitute. The sweatshops come along and make them slightly less poor and destitute. Okay. Now, think about it further. Now, you know, I don't think I want to. All right, all right. When more and more sweatshops get set up, all right, obviously all these companies are going to have to start lifting their prices in order to be more competitive. With each other, because otherwise the people working, you know, for a terrible wage will have to, you know, will, will leave the one where they're working for a terrible pe- wage to go to the sweatshop where they'll get a slightly less terrible wage. <laughs> and then the other guys will have to lift their wages until they have to go back, blah, blah, blah. So they'll keep bouncing back and forth until eventually everyone that works in the sweatshop will be paid a living wage. This is the way the world works, you see. I... And based on this analysis, I think that sweatshop. Sweatshops must have only been around for like a year now. Right? You need to stop talking to they first must... year economics <laughs> students. <laughs> they must have been around for like a year, right? <laughs> a year old? Yeah. I've never spoken about sweatshops until like recently, so logically they can't be. Exactly, they, they can't have existed you. that long. Yeah. So clearly we should we just wait a few years and we'll start seeing the results that you've hypothesized. Yes, and everything that I've, everything about free market economics I've been bombarded with by, you know, various friends in the um, objectivist clubs that I've joined over, over the years tell me that this is the way things must be in the world of sweatshops. What were we talking about again before we went on this tangent? I, 
Kick ass. Kick ass. He wears yes. sneakers. He totally wears sneakers. He wears sneakers as part of his uniform. It's it's, it's a good uniform. Honestly, I've I've seen worse superhero outfits out there. Yes. Oh, I should note. Um, people thinking of watching Kick Ass, I would say your mileage may vary if you're the kind of person who's hates fun. Well, not hates fun. Have, has problems with gore. Yeah. Okay, that's true. If you don't like gore, probably don't see this movie. Yes. You're going to have a problem with it. And I think the makers were not really concerned with things like tonal consistency or anything like that when making it. It's just, it's exuberant, it's fast-paced, yes. and it's, yeah, it kind of does jostle a bit between incredible, what should we call it, you might say, de- desensitizement to violence or... Um, you know, like, I think one of the problems in terms of like the gore and that's in the it emotional is that the, the yeah, advertising yeah. campaign didn't really feature the gore that much. There was just your standard like fight scenes. Oh, it kind of did. Like the, the Hit Girl trailer, if you've seen that, they show the bits where you know she's really? chopping people's legs off. Oh, no, like I totally that. haven't seen that. And, you know, they don't, they don't gloss over the fact that she swears like a sailor as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one thing I do have to mention, this movie I think heralds the return to power of Nicolas Cage. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's gonna start a new a new hot streak. It'll be just like that Just like Ghost Rider. No, just like when he was in Raising Arizona and that movie where he plays the guy who's drinking himself to death for some reason. Which he won an Oscar for. Descriptive. Yeah, it was like leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, that's right. And he Starts going out with a prostitute or something. That's the dream. Anyway. thing is that Nick Cage... Like, I'm not surprised he was in this. Nick Cage loves superhero movies, and that's why he wanted to do Ghost Rider. Unfortunately, Ghost Rider was so goddamn terrible that, yeah, it sort of, I think, heralds just how poorly his career was going at the time. I reckon he should be The Flash. <laughs> that would be awesome. That I would, would see awesome. that movie. The incredibly laid, bla- uh, laid back Flash, instead of the you know excitable, jumpy, energetic Flash. Just the oh yeah, I'm gonna run real fast now. Whoa, Whoa. this is bitching. <laughs> I command the speed force yeah, within man. me. I mean, maybe the Green Lantern. Yeah. And because, like, you know how he overreacts in movies? Like, that's one of his yes. things. He really blows his lid sometimes. How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? Yes. Because um, the Green Lantern hates the color yellow. Because he's exactly. like, his, his thing doesn't work. And every time he sees something yellow, he goes, yeah. Yellow! Yellow! The power ring won't work! Oh, God, the yellow! Yellow everywhere. And then you could combine that with, like, Wicker Man, and so it could be, like, in being attacked by bees. Yellow bees. Yeah, yellow giant bees. yellow killer bees. Oh, God, the yellow bees! They're in my eyes! I would watch that movie. We're going to make that Killing movie. me won't bring back your goddamn power ring! <laughs> we need to make that movie. You, you say that like it wasn't the worst movie ever. <laughs> But it, it wasn't. It was the best movie ever. Oh. It was hilarious. Yeah, but not intentionally. I, I don't care about intention. I, I'm actually not the kind of person who's like... Who can jive, uh, jive the whole, it's so bad, it's good thing. Jive really? When something's really bad, it just makes me want to pull my hair out. Unless it's like, you know, Glenn or Glenda. I can appreciate Glenn that. Glenn or Glenda? It's like an Ed Wood movie, you know, like Plan 9 from Outer Space. Oh, right. Movies that are just not even not even bad because they're not, they don't work as like a cohesive movie that makes sense. It's just complete nonsense the whole way through. 
That I can appreciate. Okay. It's just so ridiculous. You didn't see Especially Jennifer's like body, did you? No, I have no intention of seeing that. I but, hate Diablo Cody. Really? Yeah. Uh, I hated Juno. I thought it was like one of the worst movies. He did some other ever. thing which is good. I can't remember. Oh, he did, he does like the she. She, sorry. I don't know why I called Diablo Cody. Don't you know the Diablo did... Cody story? No, I don't know the Diablo. She was like she a, was a stripper. stripper with yeah. a blog and stuff. And yeah, like, like basically, I remember the TV trope stage where it explains stripper, blogger, filmmaker, um, TV series director, which do you think is the thing everyone remembers? <laughs> uh, I think it's the stripper career that won her that damned award. Okay, okay, okay. story. I think this is a nice segue for a sequence that I wanted to bring in. Shag, marry, kills. Shag, I think that these are the, these things are the epitome of civilized discussion in compa- comparing various uh, celebrities or important figures. Yes. Just bringing things down to the bare burn ideas of what people want, sex and violence. Yes, especially if you're as descriptive as possible. It's true. You have to like paint a word picture when you're doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, so... I want to start off with, okay, okay, okay. Let's let's start off. Let's start off with an obvious one: superheroes. So, Shag, Mary, Kill, Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. Go. Ooh, goddamn. Um. Well, I definitely kill Superman because he's boring. <sighs> but, di- oh god. Anyway, I I'd shag Batman because look, I to be honest with you. I like to be dominated, and I, I, I kind of have a, a thing for for people, men, who are a bit, you know, emotionally unavailable, distant, aloof. Not to men, but like, would you... Would dark. You, okay, would you shag him in, like, his Batman uh, oh, persona, would, or his Bruce Wayne persona? I would refuse to let him take that costume off, you know, except for the parts that needed to come off, so... I like his, you know, dark attitude. You need to take off his back pod piece. You know that that's not the kind of man you want to settle down with. See, Batman is definitely the kind of guy, you know, you, you could have some fun with because, you know, he's, he's not the most emotionally available available type. But you couldn't settle down with him. But you could settle down with Spider-Man because he's, I think he's just a sweet boy. He's reliable. He's reliable. He's unreliable. He doesn't show up to things. He's getting dragged away. But he'll apologize for He will apologize. Batman will just look at you sternly. And walk oh, off. And then walk off. Oh, There's bat cave. Take me now, Brucey. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Spider-Man would be a... I think he'd be a caring and attentive lover. And I think if you're going to have something long-term, Spider-Man is, is your go-to guy. Anyway. That's fair. Let's hear your take. Um, okay, I would kill Batman. Simply because... Okay, look. People have killed Superman before. It doesn't take. Okay, it doesn't hold... Also, I like Superman far more than I like Batman. Because oh. I find Batman to be a much more boring character than Superman no could ever be. Because it's like, yeah, I can prepare for anything. That's awesome. Uh, but it's he's more of a Mary he's... Sue than Superman is. No, he's not. Superman, uh, Superman has a weakness. Yeah, right? he does have Batman a weakness. Doesn't. And that's how every time he gets like beaten. Or Actually, he has several weaknesses. Batman has several weaknesses. What weaknesses? Well, he's human. He's yeah, brilliant. except no one ever exploits you know, that. You know how many things can kill Batman? <laughs> anything, a lot. Okay, anything can kill, but it's anything never... Anything can kill a regular it guy. It never happens. He always manages to like, beat people so much more powerful than him because he like, happens to have something just for that situation. Yeah, so well, anyway... Batman. Anyway, I'd, I'd shag Superman because I don't think I could live with Superman in any case. Also because, I don't know, I think if I ever had to shag him like more than once... 
my my body had ruptured from I the, think yeah that's like from, from the force I think that was covered in mole rats yeah yeah a, a normal woman the, the force of the ejaculate would like come out <laughs> penetrate her back and like shoot into the wall and stuff and you know break through several powerful. walls break yeah, anyway several walls, and yeah. I'd marry marry Spider-Man for several of the, the reasons that you've isn't he a sweetie? He is a sweetie. And I love his sense of humor. Yeah, exactly. He's fantastic. so irreverent. It'd, it'd never, you'd never be bored having Superman as, as your like husband. No, you wouldn't. All right, so now now you you bring up a shag, marry, kill. Something relevant. Something relevant like, to know. the podcast. How about members of Sutep? That Yeah, that, that couldn't end badly at all. <laughs> that couldn't end badly. Or members of committee. Members of committee, I like that. All right, members of committee, let's go with... Ooh, this is a disaster way to go. <laughs> let's go with the, the presidential triumvirate. You know, let's go. Morgan, so Morgan, Jernan, Jernan and Reg. And Reg. Ooh. Yes. That is a tricky one. Alright. Alright. Yes. Um, okay, okay. I'm going to kill Reg simply because apparently one of the ideas was being tossed around for the big screening this year was going to be the kick-ass one. And apparently... Him and Saren discussed that they weren't going to do that because Kick-Ass looked like it was most likely going to be crap. I just have to say, go to Hell Edge. Kick-Ass was awesome. And I think from the previews I saw, it was going to be awesome anyway. I'm, I'm sorry, Reg. I love you. You're a nice guy. But seriously, god damn it. Anyway, in between who I'd marry or shag with a journey. Hmm... Okay, look, I think I think Shag Jernan because look, I've heard rumors that that the man is packing a missile down there, <laughs> and honestly, I'm curious. Uh, I, it's just something I have to know. Anyway, and that obviously is me with marrying Morgan because you know he's sweet, he's good natured. Um, you know, I I think I, I think I could get as involved in or as not involved as I want to be. He's pretty easy going. He is pretty easy going. It's true. Um, so yeah, okay, your turn. Alrighty then. Um, I think I'd have to shag Reg. Really? It's the goatee that draws me the in. The goatee? Yeah, yeah, I've seen pictures of him without the goatee, and you know, I wouldn't touch him with a ten foot pole then. But with that, that facial You just put yourself rubbing, him rubbing, rubbing it my all face over. On, oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. Okay. And, I don't know. I guess, uh, marry, you can probably guess. Is it Mary? Is it Mary Morgan? Oh yeah, the guy's like a sex tiger slash sex panther slash sex slash lion sex ocelot. <laughs> that was the next one's going to bring up actually. Yeah. Ocelot's the underrated cat. It is the underrated kingdom. cat. Anyway, he's he's a he's a sex several different breeds of cat. He's a sex Cheshire cat. Even he's so sexy that it encompasses fictional cats. fictional cats that don't actually exist. Okay. And I guess through process of elimination, kill Jonan. Kill Jonan, which it 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 does it does my heart wrong. What's the word? It does me harm to have to say that. But I understand. I understand I, your pain. I I feel like I have no choice. Okay. All right. One final one. Lesser known U.S. presidents. All right. right. Taft, mm-hmm. Garfield, um, Harrison. Taft, Garfield, and Harrison. Well, all right, I'd have to kill Harrison because it seems like the least amount of work. Exactly. He actually died. Um, he got pneumonia um, after delivering his inauguration speech, all right, for three hours. 
out in like the snow in the middle of winter and you know in virginia something like that oh where is it the the word is i don't know washington dc i forget the name of the little district of columbia yes got it anyway so yeah he yeah middle of dc and yeah he died of pneumonia after delivering an incredibly long (laughs) speech in the middle of winter and um, that's why his uh, biography is entitled William Henry Harrison, Idiot of Tippecanoe. <laughs> great. It's great stuff. That's not even a joke. All right. Um, Shag. Who are the options? Taft, uh, Taft and, and Chester A. Arthur. No, no. It was, it was Garfield. Oh, Garfield. Yeah. Garfield. Um, well, I have a lot in common with Garfield. All right. I hate Mondays. I love lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't... You know, I, I always look half asleep when I'm walking around. So I I feel like I'd have to marry Garfield. Just because you do, you'd get on so well. You'd get on well. so well. You don't like a house on fire. And I love the, the interesting little historical factoid about Garfield. There's two, actually. All right, he was the first president to serve uh, two non-consecutive terms, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he was the first president that was a cat. <laughs> How awesome is that? You want to marry a cat? I, I do want to marry a cat. Anyway, I guess I'd have to shag Taft, which that that seems like a, an, an inter- interesting, you know, prospect in terms of in terms of laws of physics and stuff like that. Because he was a large man. He was. He was the fattest president. A bathtub big enough to hold four people. I had to bathe him, yeah. And he had a pet cow. Really? Yeah. He was also the the fattest chief justice of the Supreme Court. That's that's you know. But that's important. And the fattest of two major US positions. Yes. I'm pretty sure he was at least top ten fattest in the world at the time. Mm-hmm. Because obesity wasn't quite the problem then that it was today. It's just, he had all that access to food. He did. Ate a lot of beef. He, that, was, that was his um, dissenting judgment in US versus beefsteak. <laughs> he said, but beefsteak is delicious over and over and over again. By the way, I'm stealing a lot of these presidential jokes from John Stewart. Good one. I hope no one thinks I'm original here. <laughs> I just coming to mind. I never think you're original. No, no. Well, the the rest of the stuff I've said today has been pure. I think you're about as original as the Aragon t- trilogy. Ouch. Yeah. That hurts. No. The rest of the stuff today has been pure, undiluted Harvey. It's just this presidential, these presidential stuff. jokes. Okay. Yeah. I've nicked that. Good work. So I guess you should. Watch John Stewart, people listening at home, if you've enjoyed any of those little presidential factoids. Because you'll probably enjoy John Stewart. Probably will enjoy John Stewart. All right, Finn. Okay. Uh, honestly, I'll agree. I would like to kill. Um, I'd like to kill Harrison simply because it wouldn't require any work whatsoever. But I could take all the credit afterwards. Yeah, just ask him to deliver a speech. Exactly. It's like, like look, the people need to hear the truth. Get out there in the snow and tell them. That shows a man of dedication. Shows a man of the poor immune system. That's it. All right. Uh, as for the other two, I have to say I want to shag Garfield simply because after he's been assassinated, I can come out with some kind of tell-all as the man who shagged Garfield. Uh, I would be fantastic. be bold, gripping, uh, bestseller of the day. I thought he survived the assassination attempt. No, he, he was assassinated. Uh, or was that McKinley? I think it was McKinley. I don't know. It was who someone survived, else. And so did Cleveland? Oh, wait, Grover Cleveland was the first one to serve two non-consecutive terms. Oh, God right. damn it! <laughs> American presidents, why can't you, like... Have distinct know, names? Have, yeah, more distinct... Well, they do. a lot of them do have distinct names. 
that Grover Cleveland. That's mm. kind of Grover Cleveland and Garfield. I can see why it'd have a bit of a problem there. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Shag. And uh, yeah, Shag Garfield. So that I could have the towel afterwards. And then I would marry Taft because he's, he's a man of simple pleasures. He likes his food. I think I could provide for that. I, I have no small you skill. Did, you'd let him eat you. <laughs> what? No, I right. don't look that appetizing. I'd, I'd cook for him. You don't look saying. that appetizing. Well, no, I'm not that appetizing. It's mostly just... Because I've, I've heard human meat tastes a lot like, you know, pork. I love pork. You do love pork. Well... I know that Taft was more a beefsteak man. I could look. I could make beefsteak. Can make beefsteak. Can make beefsteak. Do you do you like it rare, medium rare? Yeah, well I think I, I'd be a, probably more on the medium rare side. So, I think we're out of material. Yes, I agree. We're out of material. I think you should give people a plug for your um, geek tour that's coming up soon. Yes. Um. All right, major announcement, ladies and germs. Ooh. Ooh. On Saturday, the 24th of April, we will be having our second geek tour of the city, led by me, H to the Izzar, V to the Iz-E, Harvey. That was gangster talk for Harvey. All right, um... I mean, I needed that. I, I wouldn't have figured that otherwise. Anyway, we'll be starting at 12 p.m. on the 24th of April. We will be leaving from Manning Bar. It's open on Saturdays, right? Yes, yeah, certainly. Otherwise, I'd fuck everything up. All right, <laughs> it's open on Saturdays. Meet us at the top floor of Manning Bar. We'll leave from there. Um, we'll head off to Glebe, first of all, to Carnival and Toy Warehouse, because the Iron Man 2 screening is coming up soon, so if anyone wants to pick up any costuming or anything like that, if they want to go dress as a superhero... I know some Sutekas really dig that. It's true. That'd be, you know, introduce people to that specifically to begin with. So there's a good chance to get your costume and shit like that. Also, Carnival Toys is a really great place it in is. general. Yes, they give us a 10% discount starting this year, which is awesome. Really? Yeah. 10%? That's awesome. It's 10%. So yeah, from there, we'll, you know, have lunch, um, head around to the other stores, and anyone in attendance will have the pleasure of listening to my appalling puns and your soothing voice running gags my, my soothing buzzsaw voice my hey look I, I have to voice. look I have to um, I have to put on a tape of buzzsaw noises to help me get to sleep tonight so you know it appeals to some people that's what you should do if we do the this idea we've had for an impression podcast where we both do an impression of it the other it should <laughs> okay. be me talking like Fran Drescher same with this green actual buzzsaw <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like Mr. Sheffield, Mr. Sheffield, and it'll be like forty minutes of that. Of that, yeah, that'll be awesome. I am so down for that. You have no idea. This is the fifth best idea I've had today. Really? What's the best? The the very best. The very best. Chocolate turkeys. That is a wonderful idea. (laughs) Jesus Christ! I know, right? What, What? How? How did you come up with this? You were just right. thinking about chocolate and turkeys. All right. Um, you saw I... a chocolate van hit a turkey van. Watch <laughs> the delicious explosion that came out of it. I wish it was something like that. I had a turkey-based meal at a pub, and uh, I also happened to be drinking a chocolate milkshake. And I tried to put some more chocolate in the milkshake because it wasn't chocolate enough. Like I put some chocolate sauce. Mm-hmm. So basically, by the end, it was just chocolate sauce. <laughs> And, As it should be. Yeah, and I spilled it on the turkey. Ah. So it was a, it was a fortuitous accident. It was an accident. And yeah, like, I went, I, I went to clean it up and then I went, hang on. <laughs> hang on. 
I may have discovered something amazing. Anyway, it tasted pretty terrible, so I'm still <laughs> I'm still like working out the kinks, but I I am confident that eventually we'll be seeing a, a new taste sensation sweeping the, the two nation. great tastes that taste great together. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it'll be more more successful than my um ice ice block flavor I invented. Your ice block flavor. Yeah. Turkeys? No, no. Uh pepper and cajun spices. You know, I'm actually intrigued by that idea. It, it's, uh, it's, I don't know, it's it's appalling in a really interesting way. Okay. The, the taste of frozen, frozen pepper, spices. Cajun spices, and, and, and water. Soda water, preferably, to add just a little bit more kick. Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> it sounds like it could be. It's pretty bad. Well, till next time. Yes, that is all we have time for today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, at the moment, the the horde is just outside the window. They've um, they've was, figured out our location. Well, and they're crying I, for blood. Well, I left the door open to our recording room, and um, I you know went on my little rant about sweatshops there. And the um, socialist alternative got wind of what I said, oh, and they're, they're beating on our windows right now, trying to be let in. It's a soundproof booth; you can't hear it, but they look very angry. They do. I can, their long, unkempt hair, long, unkempt hair. and I can, red shirts. I can smell the hemp from here. Uh, it's not a pleasant smell. So, yes. All right. So, till next time, ladies and germs, I've been Harvey. And I've been Finn. I have been Harvey. I'm thinking of moving on now, becoming someone else. Yeah, I was Finn once, and then I got better. You were. Anyway. Not a better Finn, though. It was a terrible Finn. So, toodaloo. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. And if you've enjoyed this week's podcast or hated it and would like to leave some feedback, you can leave a message about it on the forums, send an email to podcast at sutech.info. That's or podcast at sutech.info. That's good. That, that was good. You have better enunciation than me. Or you can post a review on iTunes. Please do so. We will, if we particularly like or hate your review uh, then or comment, then we will read it out on the show. Yes, even if we have like a meh reaction to it we'll it's probably like do it. just a blase review a, a, a review composed entirely of meandering uh unconcise unpithy sentences that don't really say anything and empty we'll metaphors that don't empty actually metaphors. compare to anything mm. sutek is definitely sorry the sukas is definitely the pair of the podcast fruit world it's true yes yeah you, you could have one in an afternoon but you don't particularly have any moods Don't conducive explain to it. the metaphor, then it's not obtuse and stupid anymore. You have no idea how to leave terrible reviews, do you? Well, I, I, I could, I'm I sorry. Could, I, I can't apologize for my brilliance. I could teach you a thing or two. It's like, listening to the Sucast, I ate a sandwich. The sandwich left me nourished. After listening to the Sucast for 45 minutes, I knew that I'd spent 45 minutes listening to a podcast created by Sutek, the University Pop Culture Gaming Fantasy Society. <laughs> See, that's how you do it. Okay, that was impressive, I've got to say. I know, I, I put a lot of effort into being blasé, so I like to think it's paid off. So, remember, if you want to leave on some feedback, send us, uh, send us a line at podcast at sutech.info yes or post on the forums we love posts on the forums then we can respond back haughtily what do you know about the broadcasting world i've been in this business for 10 years 
That's how you meant to... That, those are our online voices. We like to imagine that all of our posts on the forums sound are like read that. like that. Yeah, sound like that when they're read out. Like, every, t- every time I've left a post that just said, Daddy's home, which is, you know, one of my many stupid running gags, I want it to be read as, Daddy's home. <laughs> all right, good night, Seattle. We love you.